Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. And coming up today, we'll take a look at this weekend's opponent's eye bar. First, though, what has been making the news over the last few days? Well, the Spanish Super Cup semi-finals have been drawn. Uh, Real Sociedad have been paired with Barcelona and Madrid with Athletic Club. The matches will be played on the 13th and 14th of January. Uh, we could end up, of course, with a Clásico in the final. Now, Madrid won this last year, remember, when the competition was taken over to the Middle East. But Reguenu added after the draw, it is a beautiful competition. We had a great experience last year. We will look to do the same this year, but we have tough opposition in Athletic Club and we have to overcome them first. Now, the transfer window is opening shortly. Lots of speculation about some of the fringe players in the Madrid squad. And that, of course, includes Marcelo and Iskena. At present, there haven't been any inquiries for either, though a few outlets in the UK are touting a possible move for Isco to Arsenal. Uh, on the face of it, moves for both is perhaps in the best interests of the players, but unless there is cover coming in, it is unlikely they will leave before the season's end, as it would reduce still further this already very stretched squad. David Alaba is still of potential interest for Madrid. The left-sided player would be an ideal replacement for Marcelo. His contract with Bayern Munich, of course, ends in June, so he's free to speak to anybody from January. Uh, Nuno Mendes over at Sporting Club is another. The 18-year-old under-21 international has made only 17 first-team appearances. But that hasn't stopped a steady stream of clubs looking at the potential of signing him, he's valued between 40 and 45 million euro. Now, one who definitely won't be arriving is the Hungarian Dominic Saboslai, the 20-year-old who was said to be interesting Madrid as well as a clutch of other clubs assigned for RB Leipzig from RB Salzburg. His contract now runs until 2025. Plenty of media coverage on the comments of Karl-Heinz Rummenigge about Kylian Mbappe. He said, uh, I love Mbappe. He said, I love how he plays, but we will never get him to come to Bayern Munich. Nasser Al-Khalifi is a good friend of mine. I'm not even going to bother him with a conversation on this. Sometimes it's a surprising comment from the Bayern CEOs. It seems to say that Bayern Munich is not a big or successful enough club to actually sign it. Either way, it says for some across the medias that it is uh, clearing more of a path for Mbappe to choose to come to Real Madrid next. Some of that is indeed if he does choose to leave. Remember, PSG, Vira Khalifi and Leonardo have been saying in the last weeks that they are in conversations about renewing and they do expect it to happen. Sensations of the media reporting that 2021 will begin for Real Madrid with the players taking pay cuts of between 10 and 15%. No official comment on this from the club or the players. But Madrid's financial position, remember, is at the moment a lot healthier than many others due to the good financial planning and the more prudent housekeeping that has been adopted over the last 18 months. It's not expected to have an adverse effect on Sergio Ramos's contract, though a long-running saga is expected to be completed in the next few weeks with the player signing a new two-year contract. (music) 
Right, let's move on to take a look at this weekend's opposition. Ibar, who start the weekend in 12th place in La Liga. Now, despite this position, they are the only team yet to win a game at home this season. And they've managed to score just one goal at home all campaign as well. Goal scoring, a significant problem. Only three teams yet to register double figures in terms of goals scored this season. Ibar won, plus Madrid's next opponents, Elche and Getafe, all of whom have scored the same number of goals, just nine. That's in 13 games in Ibar's case. Now, Mendilibar's team have become draw specialists of late six draws this season. But despite these less than glowing statistics, do not think that they are an easy team to turn over. They've lost just one of the last 10 games since October the 3rd. That was to Cadiz. And equally impressive is the fact that they've conceded just two goals in the last six games. But however you dress it up, to score just one goal in seven home games is very, very poor. And it's not going to get any easier. We'll give you the team news in a minute. Uh, Kike in the loss to Athletic Club back in September on the 27th. He is the only player to have scored a goal at home for them this season. Not a very significant history of meetings between these two teams. It is only the 15th meeting between them in their history. Madrid have won 11. There's been two draws and one Ibar win. It came a couple of years ago, November of 2018, when Mendilibar's team beat Lofotegui's three goals to nil. Uh, in this fixture last year, Madrid won four goals to nil. Two goals for Benzema, Valverde and Ramos also scored on the day. Benzema does love this fixture as well. He and Ronaldo tying for the most goals scored in meetings. Seven goals each in the history of matches between the two. And Madrid do always have a tendency of scoring. They've only failed to score on one occasion in the match's history, and that was in that defeat back in 2018. They've scored 35 goals and conceded just the nine. Let's have a look then at the tail of the tape. Some of the key statistics pre-game. They've both played 13 games each. Goals scored nine goals this season for Ibar, 22 for Real Madrid. Shots on goal per game, 10.8 for Ibar to 13.7. Real Madrid shots on target, 3.6 only for Ibar, 6.3 for Real Madrid. Disciplinary-wise, 23 yellows and three red cards for Ibar. Uh, Diop has been recorded twice and Kike with the most recent 22 yellows, zero red cards for Madrid. In terms of average possession, 49.7 for Ibar, 57.2 Real Madrid. In terms of pass completion, it's a very poor 69.6 only for Ibar to 87.9 for Real Madrid. Where they do excel is duels in the air, 26.3 on average per game, won by Ibar 10.5 for Real Madrid. Uh, tackles per game, 13.5 for Ibar, 15.3 for Real Madrid. Fouls given away, this is 15.1 for Ibar, 11.4 for Real Madrid. Opposition shots on goal, 10.3. So Madrid allowing more shots on their goal for the opposition. And Ibar do 9.3 for Ibar. And total uh, fouled over the course of a 90s, 11.8 average for Ibar and 12 for Real Madrid. 
What about the latest team news then? Training concluded today for Real Madrid and good news all round. How many times have we said that in recent months? Eden Hazard took full part and could be available for selection. Doubtful he will be a starter, but he could appear as a substitute. More good news as well because Mariano and Luka Jovic also could join the squad as they've recovered, which will just help ease some of the burden on Karim Benzema. And Martin Odegaard also took part in training today as Zidane ponders whether or not to rest the likes of Chris Modric and Casemiro. There is really no let-up in the schedule. Remember, Madrid have a game on the 23rd and the 30th. Well, there is not good news, though, for the opposition. Ibar coach Mendilibar is having to cope with something of an injury epidemic at the moment, and he could be without up to nine first-team players. And the defence could be the worst hit, Oliveira. Pedro Vigas, Esteban Burgos, who's the joint top scorer as well, and Jose Antonio Martinez are all out. Five different players have scored for Ibar this season. Esteban Burgos on three. The Argentine defender scored two of those via the penalty spot. Uh, Kika Garcia with three as well. No player has provided more than one assist. And there we are. That just about wraps it up then for today. I'll be back on Tuesday as we look ahead to the final game before Christmas. Don't forget, you can catch up with over 250 previous episodes of this podcast via the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com or via anchor.fm. It's also available on every major streaming device, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify, to name just a few. Enjoy the game wherever it is you're watching, and I'll see you back here in a few days. For the moment, though, from me, Tim Cable, thanks for joining us. Bye-bye for now. 